back to Snack Snack, the Seattle Progressive Asian American Christian podcast, where we talk about what we're eating and what's eating us. I'm Christina, and I go by she, her pronouns. And dining with us this episode is... My name is Jenny. I go by she, her pronouns. My name is Thomas. I go by he, him pronouns. Mickey, he, him. I'm Pauline. I use she, her pronouns. We also want to say hi to Aya. We miss you, Aya. We wish you were with us, but you're having a really great time in Japan. We also want to take a moment to say thank you to all of you who have listened, give us some feedback, or um, just shared with us on Instagram or through other ways to say that, you know, what our podcast means to you. But thank you so much for listening, and we appreciate you all. So today we are talking about Thanksgiving. Um, But before we do that, we do want to acknowledge that it is a painful holiday, especially for Native people of this land, and that we are participants in the ongoing settler colonialism that's taking place on Turtle Island, and we want to acknowledge that. And going beyond that, however, um, it, you know, we, we we shouldn't just do, like, empty land acknowledgments. We should actually also put our actions and our money where our mouth is. Um, So if you feel compelled to, um, please, um, for especially the people who live in Seattle, we are on Duwamish land. Um, So there's a really great organization called Real Rent Duwamish um, where you can give rent to the Duwamish people. So um, we'll add a link to our um, podcast and we will also provide some other resources so you can find an interactive map um, of the different um, peoples who live on the land on Turtle Island, and so you can understand um, whose land you occupy, um, and how does that knowledge shape how we interact on this land, and how we honor the people who have endured generations of violence um, because of U.S. imperialism and colonialism. If the topic of Thanksgiving is something that triggers you, um, we totally honor that and you don't have to listen to anymore but we want you to know that we love you and take care of yourself so um we're gonna get started today talking about some of our thanksgiving favorite dishes and what we're grateful for some of our memories associated with thanksgiving do you want to talk about what we ate first oh yeah 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 <laughs> we started off with some pongtigi, which is like a popped rice cracker snack that my mom gave us so it's a like a purple sweet potato version that was delicious um and a lot of alcohol (laughs) red and white wine um what did i make i made like triple colored sorry (coughs) tricolor quinoa (laughs) stuffed kabocha squash kabocha squash is the most superior of the squashes i have to say so when you Um, wrote in the group chat that you had kabocha I thought you meant kombucha, kombucha but you couldn't <laughs> spell it properly. Um, excuse you, my spelling is amazing. <laughs> I was really confused, and then I saw it, and I was like, so where's the kombucha? <laughs> I made quinoa stuffed kombucha. That's the, that's some, oh, that sounds like such a Seattle thing. I know, I was just going to But it was amazing. It was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it had leeks and chickpeas and... Um, Currants, which are the same thing as craisins, in case anyone was wondering, and golden raisins, mm. and a lot of sage. So, yeah. Pauline is a wonderful cook. <laughs> oh, thanks. Be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> I brought Costco chicken um, as a turkey substitute. I was going to make a turkey breast, but I was too lazy. And then I brought a sweet potato pie, which was also store-bought. So not as much effort as Pauline, but yeah. What did y'all bring? 
Thomas's Burgers. Oh, I we brought mashed potatoes from Safeway. It's all very similar to Mickey's situation. Um, no, wait. You need to tell us what exactly you bought at Safeway that made the mashed potatoes. Or he can <laughs> keep it a secret. I'm going to keep it a secret because we recorded a mini-soda where we talked about mashed potatoes and everyone hated on me for <laughs> talking about my no. love for mashed potatoes. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't just love mashed potatoes. You said you loved instant mashed potatoes. Yes. And that you loved mashed potatoes without seasoning. Yeah. Well, no butter, no, no salt. The one Which that I brought for today was neither instant nor unseasoned. So, mm. okay. Hmm. to be fair. But it was bought from Safeway. It was brought from Safeway. And I wasn't there to pick it up, so I'm going to guess that it was one of those where you just buy it and heat it. Like a tub? A yeah. Tub of I don't want to talk about this anymore. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on. But Thomas, it was so good. Yeah, like Thomas. I want to experience again. If we wanted to experience it again, <laughs> how would we do that? Jenny, are you outing Thomas right now? I don't think Thomas wants to be out. It's just a little bit of a push, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I made green bean casserole for the first time today, but it was a vegan green bean casserole because we're trying to make Shout things out. <laughs> Pauline friendly. Um, so I made it from scratch. I didn't really know what I was doing, um, but it turned out pretty okay and delicious. Yeah, we can post a link to the, to the recipe. It has a solid 5.0 review after 92 reviews so that's like amazing. that's pretty great yeah. um it's the asian standard of creamy <laughs> casserole <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god it's a straight a student oh of creamy <laughs> casserole what what is the cream it was um uh, almond milk vegetable stock and it was like a roux so you mm. put some um flour in it nice yeah and it, it had super thick yeah creamy. it had shallots and it had garlic Let's take a short break, and then when we come back, let's get ready to fill up on Thanksgiving. SPAC Snack is brought to you by the SPAC Mods. Aya, Pauline, Garrett, and Tim are the wonderful moderating team for SPAC. This team gets shit done. We are thankful for the efforts that this team has put forward in creating and forming SPAC. Garrett and Pauline are ending their term as SPAC Mods this year, and we have the utmost appreciation of these two. Are you interested in becoming a SPAC mod? Applications are now up. More information on the SPAC Facebook group. All right. Let's talk about some of your favorite Thanksgiving fo foods growing up. And if you have any particularly memorable Thanksgivings. So my parents were pastors growing up. And so Thanksgiving was always a church function for us. So we would have like upwards to like 50, 70 people at our house. And it was like a big thing um we grew up with like traditional like turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes but i also grew up in guam so there was like heliguin there was adobo there was pancit lumpia yes um which i was just like this is the best thanksgiving no one else can do it and then um when my family moved to the states our thanksgiving we well my parents were working for a while when we first like moved to the the mainland so we didn't really do Thanksgiving, um, but it wasn't until like a few years ago that we started to do it. And my sister absolutely restricts any Filipino food, so there's no Filipino food anymore. Why? 
why? Um, she's like, we are Americans now, <gasps> which like we were already Americans in Guam because we're American citizens. But what? yeah, there's no <laughs> lumpia or pancit. It's it's traditional foods. Oh my gosh, oh. bicultural is not like if you're sixty percent this, you have to be forty percent that. Like you can be both. Yeah, the best of both worlds. We we do have a really like Filipino Christmas, mm. and so she's like, I just like don't want to prepare. Maybe it's like the turkey and oh. the preparing everything else. Where okay. it's like we already have so many leftovers with just because it's not the church anymore. Mm. It's just our family, mm-hmm. so it could be that, but. <laughs> yeah, when she told me there was, like, no lumpia, I was just like, wait, this isn't the Thanksgiving that I grew up with. Mm, that's really sad. It, it, well, I mean, there could be other reasons, but to think that, like, just because you belong to Filipino culture means that you're not American, like, mm. and what does it mean to mm. reinforce that as yeah. a Filipino-American? It's just, yeah, it's yeah. sad. Do you ever feel like you're not just, like, a Filipino-American, but you're, like, a Filipina, Filipino-American how do you say it? Guam? Like Guamanian. Guamanian. Do you ever I feel like you're tricultural? I definitely feel, and it, this is kind of a weird thing for me because I, I definitely feel like I'm Guamanian in a lot of sense because I do have a lot of the culture, but I don't. There's a part of me that's like, I'm not ethnically Guamanian, mm. so I don't want to ever claim that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely like with the Caliguan and like the Guam like food and also just the hospitality that is like the guamanian spirit um yeah i definitely feel like i am filipino i am like american and then i'm also guamanian mm. mm. so and it comes out with my cooking too so well. oh yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> mickey is also a great cook be his friend <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is slowly just us recruiting friends <laughs> that we can cook for. So um, we're starting a small business. <laughs> <laughs> no, we thought about doing this, right? We thought about making um, like box lunches for uh, like churches or something, mm. like providing. We, didn't we think about this? Yeah, like a fundraiser for um, the conference. Yeah. Like I wanted oh. to make We Pichero. can make you ethnic food. Yeah, ethnic food. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, a conference plug. When is the conference again? It is June thirtieth to July. Mm, yes. Well, Pack Fam is June thirtieth to July second, and then and the then conference, conference is okay. July third to the fifth. Thank you. So, <laughs> so you might, if you if you want to get some of the delicious foods from Pauline and Nikki, mm. that might be your chance. Yeah, I'm actually in charge of get you. <laughs> License to say that you age eight. I'm actually in charge of food for the conference. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah, Jenny and I we're in we're in charge of um, like hospitality. So yeah, woo! Y'all are gonna feel real hospitable. <laughs> we're gonna see that special Pauline garnish going on. <laughs> thirty Me seconds. Just 30 salting seconds. everything. <laughs> Wait, thirty second garnish is a great YouTube channel. You should do that. Just me making garnishes. <laughs> yes. But there's so much time involved in like having to prep the rest of the food yeah. and then it's just like garnish. <laughs> you gotta put in the work if you want the views. Oh god, no. What about yeah. if you just like bought the food and then <laughs> <garnish>. <laughs> oh Sweet potato pie from Costco. Yes. No, buy the trashiest, ugliest food and then you just garnish it. Like yeah. anti Martha Stewart. Yeah, you're, oh my gosh, you're gonna be a YouTube star, I feel it. <laughs> God, I I don't take this cup from me. I don't want it. If you would like to see this, please DM us and encourage Pauline to create this YouTube channel. Oh my god. 
No, but Mickey, what you were saying earlier uh, reminds me a little bit about our um, family traditions for Thanksgiving because, you know, growing up, it was for a long time just me and my younger sister and my parents and then my uncle and my grandma. And then, like, that was just the six of us kind of doing our Thanksgiving. And then my uncle got married and then had three kids. And for the majority of their childhood, um, we just did, like, a normal like i guess it wasn't normal it was like sushi and stuff right for for thanksgiving hmm. and finally when they got to a certain age like junior high or even high school they were like you know every thanksgiving we've been eating all of this asian food i just want a traditional american thanksgiving mm. and so that's when our whole family transitioned over to like the the turkey and the stuffing and um you know traditional american what what else is there? Green bean casserole. <laughs> I, I can't, can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Sweet potatoes, cranberry sauce. Yeah. All, oh, the cranberry sauce. And so then, you know, our everyone in our family kind of has like the, the thing that they bring to our Thanksgiving dinner. But I just find it, I don't know, interesting that at a certain point, um, because we were we weren't celebrating Thanksgiving the way that, quote unquote, most people, most most American households were celebrating um, we felt that pressure to conform, even though that was like a totally internal thing to then like put upon the rest of the family. So it's really yeah. interesting how like it is really internal, right? Like n- there was no white family members or like what? No, I don't know. <laughs> 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 there was like no white people coming into our home saying, why are you serving lumpia on mm. Thanksgiving? Right, right, right. Mm. And I don't think any of, like, white, like, family friends said that as well. I, but it was just something internal that we, like, placed on ourselves that, like, in order yeah. to be American, mm-hmm. like, yes. our Thanksgiving needed to look a certain way. Yes. Which is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's, like, through media. Like, you know, you watch these people have Thanksgiving meals, and it's mm-hmm. all, like, white families with the turkey and all of that yeah. and you don't see like the and turkey the turkeys with, the with the little with the little white feet on the ends oh yeah no one does that anymore yeah wait was that a thing it's like you know the little um it's like a little paper it looks like a chef hat almost oh. yeah 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 and then it's like on the blanks. i actually don't know what predecessors um no, just to make it it's white Asian people plating <laughs> <laughs> white it's people white 30 people second garnish, garnish. <laughs> <laughs> we should say garnish <laughs> as like Gornish. our air horn. Um, garnish. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really stupid because I definitely thought that white thing was bone, and oh. I was just like, my turkey oh. has never come out this way. <laughs> How do you get it so white? <laughs> I <laughs> wow, you are opening my eyes today. <laughs> mm. So I I grew up, well, I was born in Korea and moved from Korea when I was seven. So I remember when we moved here and all of a sudden we had Thanksgiving. You know, like, I didn't have Thanksgiving in Korea. There was no such thing. You so mean I mean, but it wasn't called Thanksgiving and we mm. didn't all like, I don't know, it just didn't feel like it was Thanksgiving. You know, it was like mm-hmm. something completely different. But like when I was probably like eight 
or something and my mom was like we're gonna do thanksgiving and all of a sudden she's like cooking a ham because turkey tastes bad Um, (laughs) 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 turkey shade sorry but like turkey (laughs) shade (laughs) you read that turkey (laughs) (laughs) yeah turkey only went was okay if you were like if you were gonna have kimchi with it Oh. oh, that sounds what? amazing. <laughs> Actual well, take, hot take. Well, like, turkey's so dry and so bland. Uh-huh. And so you have to have kimchi. It's just oh a natural gosh. pairing. <laughs> I've never had Wait, that. Is this a thing? Like, have you seen other people do this? Or is it just Korean a thing? Churches. <gasps> oh, yeah. Korean churches do do this. Wait, do they bake the turkey with the kimchi? Or is no, it like a garnish? No, you just eat it with it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a garnish. <laughs> It's a natural side dish to anything you would ever eat. Oh, my so, God. I oh, my mean, gosh. I mean, yeah. When Korean people get together, there's always kimchi side dish. So, anyway, my mom, like, so so quickly bought into, like, cooking Thanksgiving food. I mean, Thanksgiving food is also a lot easier to cook than, like, most Korean foods. So, she was like, okay, turkey, ham. You know, mashed potatoes, whatever. And so um, we used to have Thanksgiving as a family, a couple of extended family people and stuff. But like, I want to say maybe five or six years ago, maybe around the time that Thomas and I met, um, my parents, they own a small business. And Thanksgiving is a time where like business is slow. And also they're going to take Thanksgiving Day off. Right. Most people are shopping on the day after Thanksgiving. And so they're like, okay, we're just going to go like vacation. So for the last like five years, my parents um, have gone to an all inclusive resort in Mexico (laughs) (laughs) and done no cooking. (laughs) Wait, have you gone with them? Yeah, I've gone a couple of times. Thomas has actually gone two once, right? I've totally married up. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. I mean, Thanksgiving in Mexico or Thanksgiving in Chicago, and Mm. it's like 10 Mm, degrees. Yeah. With self-loathing Asians in my family. (laughs) Also, Thomas, I don't think anyone is arguing that you married up. I think we all know that you married up. Oh, my my God. (laughs) (laughs) Garnet. Hashtag Team Jenny. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think it was like the year we Thomas and I got married. My parents t- like paid for our vacation Aww. to Mexico Aww. for Thanksgiving, and yeah, Thomas experienced an all-inclusive resort for the first time, and he was like, "What is this nonsense?" <laughs> so, <laughs> but you didn't yeah. like it? No, you, no, I I loved it. You just walk around, and they just give you food all the time you you ask for whatever it is and they just bring it to you that oh sounds God. amazing you know what to call it. fresh guac every day oh. mm. i um actually had my first ever like american thanksgiving um in scotland because i was living with an american housemate at the time oh. <laughs> she was vegetarian so <laughs> like in my mind i had the whole media thing where i was like oh turkey and stuffing and cranberry and all of that and then she came out with a nut loaf. <laughs> a what? 
<laughs> that sounds so the dirty. Vegan laughs into the microphone. Literally like a meatloaf, but made with nuts. Oh. Yeah. Hey, you sent me that the other day. Chickpea. Chickpea meatloaf. Oh, okay. But, but it I, wasn't but chickpeas. Okay. It was like, I don't know what was in there, but it was... Bleh. I'm sorry. I hope she's not going to listen to this, but it was, it was gross. <laughs> and I was so pissed off afterwards. I was like, my first ever American Thanksgiving. And it was gross. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, and then my other Thanksgiving memory was like, I had this... I don't... Is this the thing? Tell me. Um... It's like yams, but it had like crazy marshmallows on top. Yes. And it's like toasted. That's my so favorite. Good. Of yes. course, Thomas would like that. Butter, cinnamon, <laughs> marshmallow. With extra sugar. Yeah. Oh. Give it sugar, to me. Sugar, sweet potatoes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think <laughs> Thomas and I have the biggest sweet tooth here, and we both agree that that is delicious. Oh my God. But honestly, when I. So, okay. My friend also used like not just the white fluffy ones, but like the crazy colorful marshmallows. Ew. So, like the rainbow oh. marshmallows? Yeah. Ew. Like the sherbet <laughs> color. One. It looked like a disease. Oh. It was so <laughs> creepy. It's Martha Stewart levels of unphotographable. It's like a peep and a yam just went to town. Yeah. <laughs> unhear, unhear. Honestly, I didn't know it was an actual dish. I thought my friend just went bonkers Fucking and crazy. made this dish up. And I was like, that is the grossest thing I have ever seen. So, like, my two, like, foundations. This is not the same friend, by the way, FYI. Okay. Okay. Okay, I thought it was the same friend. Multiple Thanksgiving No, no. So, I was just like. Was this one one Thanksgiving or was it two separate things? Two separate. Two separate ones. So, after that, I was like, I don't know if I like Thanksgiving. Like, this is really weird. Wait, didn't this story start off with your first American Thanksgiving? Yeah. N- neither of those stories <laughs> sound very American. Well, well, okay, it was American because my friend was American. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I only had, like, <laughs> the classic American Thanksgiving. Actually, it was this the friend who made me the nut loaf invited me to Palm Springs to have Thanksgiving with her family. Because they had like a big oh. resort there. So nice. Yeah, it was so it was super nice. It was that was the greatest. We had the best time. Um, we were like soaking in like you know um, jacuzzis and hot tubs like at night, and then doing Thanksgiving in the day and eating leftovers. It was so great. Um, that was super fun. That was like very classic like family affair. It was actually a huge buffet in someone's house. Um, and then I saw the real yam thing where it's supposed to look like <laughs> you know with the white <laughs> thing, and I was like, oh, I guess it's a thing. Um, so, but that kind of redeemed things for me, I guess. Um, but I hate stuffing. I just, no matter what iteration. No, oh my God. No, no. I will make you a stuffing that you like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does oh. it have nuts in it? No, it's oh, okay. cornbread and jalapeno. Are you Ooh. really traumatized by this nut I am so <laughs> traumatized by this nut <laughs> like, who asks if stuffing has nuts in it? <laughs> I don't know. With based on my two foundational stories, okay. anything Girl, no. goes. Uh-uh. I am making you a good stuffing this year. Okay, if that sounds good with jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. What about um, last year? Didn't you? <gasps> oh God. <laughs> what about last year? Okay, okay. So this is a okay. Exclusive. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my in-laws don't hear this, but um, my father-in-law happened to be in town the same <gasps> time when my mother-in-law was in town. So they're divorced, and my father-in-law has remarried. So I have two mother-in-laws, right? They were all here in Seattle. And my sister-in-law also came, and it was her first time um, seeing her mom for, like, a few years. 
And so it was, there was a lot of family tension at Thanksgiving, let's just say. Father-in-law thankfully wasn't there, but only the sister knew that he was also in town. And so during Thanksgiving dinner, like we had a bunch of friends over as well, and we were chit-chatting. And suddenly I, he- I see my sister-in-law turn, look at me across the room and go, where is my father? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I see my mother-in-law like, I, I, like in slow motion stare at me like, what? what are you talking about? And I was like, mm, and I just like looked away. And my uh, sister your stuffing has nuts in it. <laughs> <laughs> deflect, deflect, deflect. And my sister-in-law goes, he's in town, isn't he? He's here. And I'm like, mm, and I start like nodding, but like also pretending to chew at the same time. Oh my God. And my mother-in-law flips out. She literally like slightly screams and then runs out of the room. And my husband had to go after her and like talk to her, talk her down the ledge basically. Aww. And then I could hear from far away. It's like, is that woman also here? Is she also here? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is, like, my worst family nightmare. <laughs> this is so bad. Oh, man. I mainly wanted to ask about the turkey because oh. you. <laughs> 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 I <laughs> Thank you for that story. <laughs> but I, like. Know that you got the turkey from an actual farm that's nearby, and I wanted to know about that because we're a podcast about food. <laughs> oh god! You're like, make sure your husband's family never wants to listen to this episode. Yeah. So we also got a turkey <laughs> from an actual farm around here. We're all local. And actually, our dog got to herd some of the, like, sheep around no on the way. farm. Yeah, because they, they had, like, loads of border collies to actually work the farm. And they were much older, so they were getting bullied by the sheep. Oh. oh. Like, the sheep would, like, That's he- a Disney movie waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, you can contact us for the copyrights. <laughs> but the sheep were headbutting the dogs. Oh. I know. Sheep and then so. Jerks. Because our dog is slightly younger than them. And so she was like, yeah, I'll show you who's <laughs> boss. And she was, like, nipping their heels and, like, telling them to, like, go away. And it was really cute. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so, um. <laughs> 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 Two very different stories. <laughs> oh Cut it in post. <laughs> or keep it. You finally had a American Thanksgiving. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Complete Very with cl- the drama. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mother-in-law is coming back, but less people this time, and my sister-in-law won't be here. Um, not because we don't want her here. She's great. We love her. Um, but yeah, we're just doing like a very small like family thing. Although my oh father-in-law nice. wants us to go to Chicago like now, wh- when it's like oh. freezing. Yeah. yeah, no thanks. When it's 10 degrees. Of, of, of Fahrenheit. <laughs> there are no degrees in, C- in Chicago. <laughs> it's just freezing. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one that ever taught that hasn't taught. Yeah. Um, I love every Thanksgiving food that you could possibly throw at me. Um, As a vegan, you like turkey? Yeah. So, um, I do you like tofurkey? Have you ever had tofurkey? Oh, no. I have had tofurkey. It was okay. Mm. Um, I had it at a. I had Thanksgiving in New Orleans last year or the oh. year before that was amazing um yeah. yeah and it was just like you know a bunch of queer modes and so there was plenty of vegan food <laughs> um i became vegan earlier this year in january and so 
um, the fun thing that I'm having to contend with this year is that, like, no, I don't eat meat, and I can't eat a lot of typical Thanksgiving foods. Like, I can't have, like, mashed potatoes or the roasted yams, which I love, because they have, like, butter or milk in them. Green bean casserole usually has, like, cream of mushroom. Um, cranberry sauce is fine. Or, like, rolls and butter. It can be kind of up in the air. So the thing that I'm actually thinking about this year is that um, for the <laughs> – like third or fourth year, I've agreed to oversee the kitchen at um, this dinner at this homeless care center that my church has, and we usually roast or deep fry like eight turkeys, and then I have to oversee like turkey carving. And so, <laughs> this year I am one hundred percent going in there with like a face mask, like a like over because I if I have to like inhale like eight turkeys worth of smell, like I will pass out because like oh. it will gross me out, and so. Yeah, I'm still going to do it. And I I thought you meant like a costume mask. No. <laughs> I'm a turkey. <laughs> like a, I don't know. Korean people wear them. It's like yeah, the face, yeah, yeah, face mask. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I tried I to get out of this car. committee. This, thank you. I have, I do have some, so I'll be fine. But um, I tried to get off this committee this year to cut down on commitments because uh, hashtag self-care. But, um, yeah, then a lot of, like, dramatic things happen. So I agreed to do it again. So. It's going to be great. Um, just pray that I don't pass out from the smell of eight turkeys getting torn apart. Um, because, like, they bring the deep-fried turkeys into the kitchen, and everything just smells like bacon. Um, like, it's just, <laughs> like, whoa. everywhere. I've never had a deep-fried turkey. I did not know it It's the most like efficient bacon. way that we found, because one oh, year we tried to faster? roast the turkeys. Yeah. Um, oh, we tried okay. to roast the turkeys one year, and it, the roaster broke down. So, Wait, I whoa. think. Does, mm-hmm. does that church even have... We don't have a we don't have kitchen? A, we have oh, a kitchen. Okay. We don't have a stove or an oh, oven. Okay. So yeah, so we we make it work. Um, it's usually like salad, turkey rolls, mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, and then like pumpkin pie from Costco. Um, so yeah, I mean it's fine. Like and honestly, all the volunteers don't eat anyway usually. So I just have to like not eat anything. <laughs> It's going to be great. Um, I love all Thanksgiving food, though. Ironically, I don't think I ate any growing up. So my family, with most special occasions, we just, like, eat fancy Korean food. Um, so. Which are? I don't know. Just, like, really time-consuming. Like, the thing that Jenny was saying earlier, the, like, Thanksgiving food. I think most people would consider Thanksgiving food to be, like, kind of high-maintenance. But, mm-hmm. like, most, like, fancy Korean food, like, takes way longer. <laughs> like, days mm. of preparation. So I have... I actually, I was at my mom's house today, and I have no idea if she's going to make, like, Korean or American food for Thanksgiving, but honestly, it's fine. That's kind of a fun surprise. Like, what am I going to walk into? Yeah, I'll, like, ask her if she wants me to bring anything, but, Mm, yeah. Instead of, like, walking in, like, like, oh, it's this again, or, you know, which is sometimes nice, you know, it's, like, tradition, right? Yeah. But sometimes it's, like, do I really want to eat turkey for four days, like, you know? I think this is why I have not yet tired of Thanksgiving food because mm. to me it's still a novelty, mm. like in my adulthood. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. But there's like legitimately nothing about Thanksgiving food that I dislike. So mm. I'm excited. Also, uh, the Seattle chapter of Pac Fam is also having their own yes, Thanksgiving. Fansgiving. Spax Fansgiving. 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 I think this episode. Um, might come out before it. Yeah, because we're having it on the 23rd. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So, so if, if you're a you're Seattle queer, yeah. like, hit us <laughs> if up. You're, Seattle you're queer. invited. <laughs> um, I mean, you have to be part of, like, PAC. Yeah. If you're a queer SPAC. If you're a queer SPAC, hit us up. 
Or if you're a queer pack family person that's just here for that weekend, yeah, come hit us up. Come party. It's going to be really good. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited because this year um, there was um, funds allocated to pack family. And oh. so the mods and I um, are using some of that funds to support local um, local meetups this holiday season. We're calling it holiday um, block parties. There's one that's happening in Chicago. Most of them are happening in December. So Chicago has one. Houston is being planned right now. Bay Area. The holiday season is is hard for a lot of queer people because oh. like mm. they might not have family or homes to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm so happy that PAC is supporting the queer kids. Aww. Yo, that's so crazy. This is like the first holiday with my family where I'm out to them. Oh my gosh, congratulations. I went, that's amazing. I went into a panic attack twice a year on my yeah. birthday in June and oh around the holidays in December. So like, and I have already passed, bypassed this June without a panic attack. And wow. so, that's so did you awesome. come out before? You came, came out, out in, in January. Oh, okay. Wow. I came out. I specifically came out right after Christmas to allow my parents 11 months to get over it <laughs> so that I could be invited home for Christmas again. <laughs> oh my God. That's not a joke. You I thought it. about this really a lot. Wow. I thought about this a lot. See, this is why like it's so hard to be queer around the holidays. Yeah, like, you have to think about I that. get it. Like I'm what, 29 now and have basically lived like my whole life wow. like understanding that mix of like anxiety and nervousness and fear and like mm. is this gonna be the last one like is this the last holidays i could spend with my family mm. like are they gonna shut me out like mm. i'm my friends or my family but sometimes there's just something in you that says like your family is your family too yeah. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um if you are listening to this podcast and you are part of pack fam and you want to do a holiday block party contact me um, on Messenger, and we can get that set up. Yes. And on that note, let's go to a break before we return with our snacks. <laughs> go, go, garnish. <laughs> <laughs> snacks. And now our inaugural snack smack, where we have hot takes on hot foods. Trash food list. Celery. Parsley, parsley is useless. Bananas, whole milk is disgusting. Uh, rolled oats, oatmeal. Like, why would you eat oatmeal if it wasn't like steel cut? Also, IPAs are terrible because hops are bad. What? <laughs> I am. I don't like eggs. <laughs> no. Aya, we're so sorry. <laughs> On multiple fronts. And we'd also like to make a disclaimer that um, this hot take is <laughs> does not, not does not represent <laughs> or reflect the rest of the snacks. We appreciate a diversity of opinions here on the snack team. What are you snacking on? What you snacking on, Mickey? I am snacking on a new podcast called Urgent Care. It's with Mitra Johari and Joel Kim Booster. Both of them are, like, stand-up comedians. Not really famous with, like, acting yet. Joel Kimbuser does have a show on NBC, but it did get canceled. I saw that. Yeah. Side. It was just a weird show. Anyways. That's not his fault. <laughs> it's not his fault. Um, But it is like adulting, but it's with train wrecks. Like, these people don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so the advice is really hilarious. Um, and they start off the show with examples of like how much of a train wreck their life is and 
Joe Kim Booster talks about when he was graduating college, he drunkenly broke his windshield um, <laughs> of his door, and instead of getting it fixed, he moved to Chicago and left the car um, at his landlord's house, and the landlord has called him multiple times, and he still hasn't answered. and so you're getting advice from this person and it's so great i love it um i feel like adulting actually gives you good answers like five dollars is like the minimum you should venmo request something that's Mm -hmm. a good advice but these people one of the episodes was talking about like should i move to the uk or should i stay in the states and they talk about the improv scene of chicago versus (laughs) the uk (laughs) (laughs) and so you're getting advice from these people what are you snacking on, Jenny? Okay, the first one is real quick, and I have a second one. First one is uh, I took my sister's air fryer, Ooh. and <laughs> it is the most amazing thing <laughs> ever. No, but you have to tell people, you took her air fryer, but you live in the same house. so oh, She lives downstairs of our house. We have a split-level home, but... It's been upstairs in our kitchen <laughs> for the last two weeks, <laughs> and I will tell you, it has been used every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best way to make, well, to, first of all, it's the best way to heat up anything. Oh. Like if you have leftover french fries or chicken Why did nuggets you point to or... <laughs> I was I was gonna go around and then the words didn't come fast enough. Potatoes, yeah, potatoes. Like I don't know. Basically, it's just the best way to heat up anything without it getting soggy, like pita. Mm. Oh. Pointed to the correct person. (laughs) Pointed to Christina and said pizza. (laughs) It's also like really great if you want to heat something up really fast. Um, Yeah, essentially, it's like a toaster oven, but like. Better. Everyone <laughs> should own one. Yeah, it's mm. like essential to my life at this point. <laughs> 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 Two weeks in. So, uh, Julie, oh wait, does her, her name? No, that's Thomas's sister, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hyun, if you're listening to this, if you wa- are wondering where your air fryer <laughs> went, <laughs> it's upstairs. <laughs> it's upstairs. <laughs> it has now become a part of your sister's body. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. A superhero where you, you didn't just air lie. fry things all the time. <laughs> and my second one, so I haven't gotten too deeply into this, but I bought a book called The Highly Sensitive Person. Uh, yes. Which was key. And it was introduced to me by um, two of my unmies who are, um, well, actually one's a therapist and the other one is her friend. So anyway... A highly sensitive person is the person who grew up feeling like they um, were too sensitive or cared too much or um, just didn't know how to take things lightly. Um, And and everything was kind of, I don't know, like other people's emotions are like your problem. Mm. And so uh, I always felt like, like, I'm like, I'm an empath, you know, and um, like, if you're in a bad mood, I have to do everything to fix it. And so I'm super excited to get into this book. Uh, if you're a highly sensitive person, I want to hear your stories. And if you've read this book, I want to know all about your takes. 
I'm pretty sure I'm an HSP, but one of the things is that you um, recognize a, like a need or like a problem before most people do. Mm-hmm. You're like, if there's a lot of people, like it's super overwhelming because you see the need, mm. like you see a lot of needs mm-hmm. and like you want to, you want to address them, but um, you're more alert than most people are to the needs. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, I've been snacking on finishing my exams. <laughs> oh, um, well, I'm not all like I'm not completely out of the woods. So I just finished um, the writing portion of my PhD candidacy exams, and then I'm waiting on the verdict, which is coming in two weeks of with my oral defense. Um, at this point, at a at a certain point, I was like, whatever, like this is just gonna happen. So <laughs> I'm not even gonna be worried about it anymore. I just need to get it over with. Um, I've written like over 80 pages of text in like five weeks. <laughs> I yeah. am so done. At one point, I actually was like, can you actually die from overwriting? <laughs> oh. I feel like I'm pretty oh. close. Oh, um, so not having to write tonight is great. Um, not having to think about that tomorrow is fantastic. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I'm snacking on that feeling. Um, my second snack is watching The Voice with Mickey. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Mickey, Mickey got me hooked on The Voice a few weeks ago, um, and it's 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 a really fun show. Um, and I love talking smack about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part. Um, well, apart from the fact Wait, that I want like part of this. <laughs> yeah, Christina is the best person to watch any reality TV show. Like uh, Pauline and Christina watch. So you think he can dance over the summer? And I was part of that a little bit, but like their interaction and their excitement was so great. <laughs> and the fact that uh, Christina and I are bonding over the voice and like Gwen, Stefani and Blake Shelton are on this season and they're dating in real life. And just the interplay of those two on the show is amazing. Yeah. There is one instance where like Gwen fold Blake Shelton into <laughs> Pushing his button <laughs> for someone who was awful, which Christina, I don't know. Do you want to tell our uh, listeners? What I I, <laughs> I uh, may have referred to somebody as a walking STD. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were just really smarmy and gross. Um, but I tend to be really, really, really blunt when it comes to reality TV. Um, so Sagittarius, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic Sagittarius. Um, and but honestly, there's some phenomenal singers like on that show really amazing um so there's like whenever it's one of those battles and it's like two really great people that's really hard um but yeah no i'm really enjoying the show taylor swift can't sing fyi (laughs) um i mean acknowledge that she knows how to write a catchy song doesn't mean it's a great song but it's a catchy song um and she knows how to make that money but you know what are you snacking on pauline um, so I shared this with the snack chat the other day, but, um, I'm in the pack fellowship and the other day somebody else was facilitating the conversation and we were closing out our session and he was like, so I'm going to take something from this podcast I've been listening to. And he's like, let's do like, what are we snacking on? And I literally was just like, Oh my God. Like I died. Um, so I'm just going to share the same thing that I shared on Tuesday. I'm snacking on, 
household devices. Um, so my dad got, no, my mom got a new printer because she's working remotely. So her company bought her this like really fancy printer. So my dad got me a wireless printer. So I have a printer in my house for the first time in like eight years. <laughs> like a printer that belongs to me. I always had roommates who had printers, but um, yeah, I can, I can print things now. Hashtag adulting. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hashtag adulting. Um, and then uh, I was complaining about my asthma the other day, and my mom decided to buy me an early Christmas present, and it was the vacuum of my dreams, um, because this is the kind of thing that I think about, because I was socialized real good <laughs> into being a girl. <laughs> uh, it is the oh animal God. version of the Dyson, Dyson. like, upright... I used it at Thomas and Jenny's house when I was dog sitting and I was like, this is my favorite vacuum of all time. Like I've wanted this vacuum for like multiple years. <laughs> and then I was like using it at their own house when their dog peed on the carpet. I do love that dog. Um, also, I don't, Hmm. I shouldn't tell you this over the podcast, but <laughs> I know that I updated you a lot about that one dog, but it's your other dog that drives me crazy <laughs> because she's so smart and she just doesn't want to listen to you unless you're holding a treat in your hand. And I'm like, you don't want. <laughs> but yeah, I texted them one morning. I was like, oh, the dog like threw up on the bed. And they're like, we're so sorry. And I was like, dogs, like animals puking all over me in bed is like a normal thing that I'm accustomed to. So I don't care. Um, anyway, but Dubu did pee on the ground and so I was cleaning up the vacuum and I was like, this is the best vacuum ever. Anyway, my mom bought me this vacuum and it was really great. I love vacuums. <laughs> now I vacuum like twice a day because I have the longest hair and it's always my hair because I can always tell like this hair has been bleached to death. It's my hair. My hair is on everything. Also because um, you live here by I yourself. I live here by <laughs> But I can't be like, this is my guest hair. Yeah. So now I, every time I see like a hair on the ground, I just like vacuum because it's so nice and easy. <laughs> a hair. <laughs> All right. So I'm snacking on the Ronnie Chang's new, um, like it's like an independent film thing that he's starring in called, uh, what is it? Yeah. It's like Aust International Student. I think it's called International Student yeah. on YouTube. You can find it on Comedy Central, but I'm only on episode two or three, and it's not the greatest. I can't like recommend it, but I'm still like I want it to be good because it it's like it's kind of like how when Crazy Rich Asians uh, was in right before it came out in theaters and all of, all of like the what are those called trailers the trailers are coming out like everyone kind of like held their breath like is this gonna be as good as we hope it's gonna be. And that's kind of the, the phase I'm in with this. I want it to be funny. I want it to be good. I want it to be su successful. But, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. So if you all want to watch it with me, <laughs> you can get me some feedback. Oh, that'd be so fun, actually. Yeah, have a watch party. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you again for joining us. And just so you know, um, Spack Stack will be taking a brief break for the holidays. But we really appreciate you listening in, and we can't wait to join and be back with you all again. Have a great holiday season. This podcast is generously hosted by the lovely people at Diverging Mag, and our audio editor is our very own Thomas Yang. The podcast artwork is created by Kelly Kumarita Martel. Theme music is by Ayasato. For more premium snack content, you can follow us on Instagram at spack underscore snack. Feel free to slide into our DMs with snack recommendations, feedback, your own stories, your own Thanksgiving foibles. Um, 
Until next time, stay hungry and stay thirsty. Happy Thanksgiving. Good, good, good garden. <laughs> <laughs>